BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. You guys, it's Friday. I went low. I was baritone today. Wait. Friday. Oh, yeah, this is an extra one. So it's not the last Friday of the the month. It's the The second to last. It is birthday season. Everyone on the planet has their birthday this week. All of my friends. All of my in-laws are April birthdays. Not all of them, obviously. A lot of them. April birthdays. On Instagram, everyone I see is an Aries. Victoria Beckham, Tessa, Aspen. I lose track of you guys. I like sent Aspen a birthday message and then the next date was Tessa. And then two days later. <laughs> yeah. And then the next date was your anniversary. Yeah. And then your birthday coming up. We got lots. It's Aries season, baby. Yeah, I actually think Aries season is coming officially to a close. closed now. Oh, today, now that the they 21st. listen to this? Yes, it's Taurus season. Okay. And we love our Taurus kings and queens as well. Ladies of Taurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she is. So is Sophie. Oh, yeah. And Nick. And Nick. We really do love them. <laughs> Our stubborn kings and queens. <laughs> if that ain't real, if that ain't the truth. Today, you guys, we have a very, very juicy, good, full of tangible I kind of hate when someone people say like good nuggets. Nuggets but is actually a trigger word for me, in case you're wondering. <laughs> nuggets is one of the worst words. Because you love them. No, it makes me think of like, no, I'm not going to go there. It just makes me feel, nugget sounds gross. Nuggets. We have some really juicy nuggets for you guys. (laughs) We really do. We have Deja and Sid on the podcast today. And these two, I left this conversation feeling so motivated, happy, and just good. And I think that's a sign of a good conversation Mm -hmm. is when you leave better than you came. You know what I mean? We talk a ton about just finding like a personalized routine for yourself when it comes to health, wellness, fitness, just the mind, body, soul connection and how to really like hone into that for you and not just be listening to like, I mean, kind of ironic that we're telling you, you know, giving you our own tips and they're giving you their tips. But also a lot of the tips are to not listen to everyone It's to do your own thing. And I think This was just a really like full circle episode that went over a lot of really, really good topics. Yeah. We also talk about kind of transitioning into your 30s and as women, your body changing, how to sustain longevity in your fitness or wellness journey, which is really encouraging and empowering, I think. So Sydney 
is our boxing queen and I'm gonna let you guys like listen to the episode but I am so and I want to be a boxer I'm literally not joking at all something about this conversation with her too like lit a fire under me to be like I need to take a boxing class 100% and she you need to go with Abby Abby has been she wants to talk the other day she's like I just want to punch something and I'm like you've mentioned that multiple times and I'm getting scared to be around you. I am so down. But also, the only thing that's holding me back is my chin. I'm not kidding. What if someone punched I don't want to my... get punched in the face. Yeah. What if someone punched my chin and it literally got like dislodged? It just moves. That <laughs> freaks me out, honestly. Even more than the pain, just the thought of that like freaks me out. But anyway, Sid is coaching boxing in New York City. She runs her own business. She does individual and group coaching. She started out as... She talks about a lot of her like fitness journey and stuff, but she did cycling. She was a cycling instructor and she's got lots of really good wisdom in this space. And then Deja teaches dance, boxing, cardio and strength training. And they actually met. I'm like now giving away the whole episode. Okay, I, I, we'll get into it. But they both have a lot of experience in the fitness world and a lot of really good insight. They're both Lululemon ambassadors. They both have taught classes with Lululemon Studio. And when they walked in, they literally looked so cute, dressed in all Lululemon. <laughs> and I was like, these are our girls. Yes. I know it. You guys are going to love this episode. We're just going to get into it, honestly, because it was kind of long and we just didn't. We always will just talk forever. And then we look at the clock and we're like, we need to stop talking. But the conversation was really good. So it's kind of a long one. But we know you guys are going to love it. This whole episode is sponsored by Lululemon, which is a dream for us. And let's get into it. I'm so excited to have you guys here because you're in your 30s. Yes. Early to mid 30s. So I feel like we're going to have a like kind of a big sister conversation. We love you guys that. are the older version <laughs> of us, you know, because so many of our listeners are in their 20s. And I think that specifically health, wellness and fitness is such well, it's a hot topic, but it's also overwhelming mm -hmm. when you're taking in so much content that has to do with these things. And I feel like especially in your 20s, when you're forming like your thoughts and opinions. It's like really hard to figure out a personalized mm -hmm. routine for yourself. Yeah. Do you guys feel like in your 20s you had that kind of solidified or you feel like that happened later or throughout your 20s? That's such a good question. Yeah. I actually really do see the difference between my 30s and 20s in respect to that question because I think my 20s was about like classes and like the class trends and now it's more about I sort of came full circle back to like being an athlete, which I was an athlete when I was much younger. And I have always been an athlete, but in my 20s, it was like such a social thing and like, you know, who I was going to meet and stuff. And now <clears throat> it's become like a little more independent for me. So it's more like training by myself by choice because I love it. And like boxing as like a sport and something I'm like really passionate about and sharpening my lens as a coach. And so it's become a little more individualized and like tailored to me and I step in a gym and I'm like really confident about like what I'm doing there and what my purpose is and like what my routine is going to be whereas even as a fitness professional in my 20s I was like super nervous going into a gym so I just always ventured towards classes for both my coaching self and like my fitness self yeah, you know. I can relate to so much of that. I feel like in my 20s, I was like an energizer bunny. Like I, I had <laughs> so, so much energy. And like, I remember both of us used to like go to like multiple yeah. group fitness classes in a day, totally. which like, I don't even think I could still 
hang and do that. <laughs> I'm in my 20s. Like, I don't think I could do that. That is a lot. <laughs> well, both of us also, you know, came from pretty active backgrounds. Before we taught at boxing fitness studio together, we were both, you know, athletes. I was a professional dancer and Sid had come from the cycling world. And so both of us were kind of used to putting our body through several hours of like rigorous training every day. And so I just like, I guess I just streamlined right into the fitness industry, like kind of doing the same thing, like having that same sort of routine of like moving my body for several hours Mm. in the day. And it really fueled me. I mean, for me, like fitness is such a huge part of like how I keep my mental health in check. And so for me, it truly is like a mind, body and soul act. And I think that carried on into my 30s, but it just looks very different. Like I know you also said like you love training by yourself now. And I'm like, Yeah, me too. Like I could, you know, train by myself at home Mm -hmm. or like I could go to the gym by myself and put myself through, you know, an hour long workout and I'd be satisfied for the day. Whereas I was definitely into more group fitness training when I was in my 20s. I think that's such a good point. And now that you're saying that, like the 20s is such your 20s and doing workouts like together with friends. It's like you can find that community. And then that's interesting that you're saying now you kind of lean more towards, okay, this is kind of my quiet time almost, like Mm, my mind's time to calm down, not so much socialize, you know, be that extrovert. Do you feel like you've ever gone through dips in your workout routine where it's like you went months without working out and you just were like, oh, I'm like so out of shape now? Or do you feel like it's always been consistent? You know, I have to say during the pandemic, I definitely Mm. hit like what I would call a lull where like I wasn't working out, maybe not months, because... I feel like there's been periods of time where like I've taken a break or like leaned more into my recovery routine or like I was nursing an injury. So I was doing more physical therapy. I don't think I've ever taken months Mm -hmm. off. I've been very active since like the age of three. So I was like classically trained in like all styles of dance. And then I carried that into my teenage years and then into my early adulthood. And so I definitely think there's been weeks that have gone by where I was like, okay, like, I'm just kind of resting. I'm kicking back and like really pouring into myself in other ways, because I also think that there's other muscles to exercise, like your brain, you Mm -hmm. know, like I think it's important that you pay attention to all parts of your health. And like that truly is your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, like they all kind of go hand in hand. I also just don't subscribe to like pushing my body mm-hmm. to do anything it doesn't want to do. I'm like a huge Which advocate for listening to your body. Which is another thing that changes in your 30s. Yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, right. This is like the body I have to, that has to get me like all the way through. through like life, that's right? all of a sudden like conscious on your mind. And, but as far as like taking time off, I, I used to be a school teacher and I remember, cause I was a varsity swimmer through college. I swam in college. And then when I became a teacher, there, there was like, a couple years where I would take like sometimes two months for the first time in my life off of working out and I hated like the way that that made me feel because and because I was so committed to my work and I did love you know parts of my job and stuff but I would then check in with myself and feel really like stifled both like mentally and physically and just kind of like stale and and it was and then it's hard to get back into it yeah you that's take the hardest part off, it feels yeah. so crappy like get it back is. in it you know just so to it's restart like, the engine it's, like oh, yeah, yeah it's rough so but now i i'm like happy to say that 
it literally is my therapy. So I don't, when I go on vacation, I work out not because someone asked me to, or because like, it's not about like the, the burning calories or whatever. It's really just like, it's my me time. I get to listen to my music. If I'm with my family, I get to step away. And like, that's always healthy for me wherever I am. Chelsea and I were talking about this right before. Like, how do you guys feel like you know the difference between, because there's a difference between laziness and mm. needing rest totally. and needing to recharge. How do you decipher like the difference if you're just like, oh, I'm not feeling like working out today, especially when you get off your routine? Because I think that that's yeah. the hardest part. Like if I am traveling for a few weeks and I get home, I'll feel myself if I'm on it. I actually want to work out. But yeah. if I stop yeah. for a little bit, I'm like, it is like getting pulling yeah. is pull, like pulling teeth to get me to want to do it again. Yeah. I mean, maybe since you guys are so active, that doesn't happen as much. But how do you know the difference between like your body and yeah. your rest? Like if somebody is feeling, okay, a lot of people also, we asked our listeners like about their workout routine. What is the main thing that kind of keeps them from staying consistent? And a lot of it was like exhaustion, mm. which is like the last thing you want to do when yeah. you feel exhausted. <laughs> I know. It's like go to the gym yeah, or totally. work out. So it's like when you're feeling exhausted, you're like, oh, sh I should rest. Yeah, but then you're like, but would right, I feel better, better if yeah. I worked out? It's so hard to know. I think like both you and I agree on like listening to your body with wherever it is. I think also us going through several stages as women, because like our bodies are always changing. We go through a cycle every single month. And so like it is important to lean into what your body needs. But I think you kind of know intuitively, like if you're being quote unquote lazy or if your body's just tired and like you need to lean into recovery aspects and like I don't think that that always necessarily means that you have to be like laying on the couch somewhere but I do think like there are things that you can do for your body mm -hmm. to like pour into your recovery at times where you don't feel like doing intense workouts for yeah. sure yeah, I was going to say that also, like, there's so many different types of movement. And sometimes I find, well, first of all, from, like, a scientific level, like, you shouldn't, if you're running on three hours of sleep, you shouldn't be working out because it's actually going to do the opposite effect for your body. You're not going to have, like, the benefits of working out if you're running on empty. You'll start to spike your cortisol and go into, like, hormonal stress that's not healthy for you. But I think that there's so many different types of movement and sometimes we fall into trends or our friends are doing something. So we try to do something, but I know if I like, you know, if my legs are super sore from a lift or something, I know. And I, I go, I try going for a run and my body's like, no, this is not. Then I back down and I'm like, all right, I'll either walk or I, or I just will go home, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, I do think sometimes it's about trying to listen to your body and gauge what type of movement am I craving today going for it and then you can always back down like you can leave a class early sorry yeah, like, yeah. You can, like you know you can go for a run and decide actually I need to walk today you know and I think just having that constant dialogue with yourself of like what feels good on a momentary basis is like underrated important I yeah. love that I feel like that what you just said is key like giving yourself options for the mm -hmm. day instead of being like am I gonna work out yes or no black or white it's like what am I feeling yes. like today? Yeah. yeah, maybe you're stretching today. Yeah. yeah. What's a lazy girl workout? If someone doesn't want to like <laughs> go outside, yeah. if someone's like, okay, I'm watching TV, like while I'm watching Love is Blind, what can I do in my family? You know, yeah. like I, okay. So this takes me back to my dance days. I always we're used to say- just talking about Love is Blind. I know we were. <laughs> well, we can always we, we get into yeah. We gotta yeah. get into We were that. just talking about Brett and Tiffany and <laughs> yeah. we're like Literally. But- I always say that like you can always stretch like 
if you are even feeling like you don't want to get up off the ground or off the couch, you can always stretch. And so when I was younger and like training in dance, on my downtime, when I'd be home watching TV, I'd be like, okay, when this commercial comes on, I'm going to get into my splits mm. and I'll hold my splits sure. for the oh my commercial gosh, yes. break. I remember I know that like, thing. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> so like, I think that like, I, I wouldn't even call it like it's the lazy girl, like, you know, workout. Yeah. But like, I always believe that you can like do mobility or more stretching or like there's that there's no harm in adding those things into your routine. And like on those days where you truly need recovery, sometimes it is just about going outside, getting some fresh air, going for a walk, walk your dog or like, you know, go outside and just stand in the sun for a little bit and like. I don't think that you have to push your body past the limits that you might may have for that day. And I think that everybody's body is different. So like another thing that both Sid and I agree on is that there's no one size fits all format. Like we could sit here and tell you like, this is the routine that you should do just like from our own expertise, mm -hmm. but like it may not work for you, you know? So I always say like, listen to your body, find the things that you enjoy and then lean into that. And I think the all of that advice of like listening to your body and stuff, yeah. sometimes if you are feeling very disconnected from your body, it's hard to even know. Like I've been there totally. many times. I'm like, well, my body wants a cookie and to watch Love is Blind. So yeah. you know what I mean? But I think that, I don't know, do you guys have any tips or things? And I guess probably being active is a huge one, but like for getting connected into your body so mm. you can intuitively know what you need because I think that some of us are just so disconnected sometimes mm. yeah that's a super you guys ask great questions I know so you guys thank you yeah. the conversation <laughs> just flowed yeah, we're like great. we want to talk <laughs> so much yeah. like I so want you to, to ask say. questions but we just so have excited. like so much to say <laughs> um no but I do think that's an awesome question and this is such a weird like recommendation or it sounds weird but I think it's valid I spent like a lot of my 20s like severely dehydrated because nobody really drilled in or fully explained to me the importance of hydration. And when you're dehydrated, like you literally feel cloudy in your brain. And so first of all, I think doing things like, you know, I know it's like overplayed with like the morning routine or whatever, but like drinking water before your coffee and like doing these little basic things that like science and getting enough sleep at night that scientifically will make you more healthy, will put you in a better state of mind to be able to like actually feel like what's going on. Cause otherwise you're just cloudy and distracted and like, you're not in touch with, cause your gut and your brain are very connected. And like, in order for you to really know what's going on, you kind of need that like clear thought thought pattern you know so I would say like of course like which I'm not going to say I do this every day but sometimes I notice myself needing it like a five minute meditation in the morning Deja's a full-time trainer and I'm a guest trainer on Lululemon studio the mirror so it's like a home device so if you're at home and wanting to do that you could do like a 10 sometimes I wake up and do pull-ins like 10 minute meditation oh gosh, so class good. and it's just a really good way to get your day started and a moment to check in with yourself. I'm big on journaling. So writing things out helps me like, you know, just know what's up in my brain and then hopefully my body too. <laughs> and yeah. Then, yeah. So I think like creating the time because so many of us, we get up and it's like hustle mode from like 630 AM until we're done with work or whatever. So creating the actual like hour in the morning, even if you have to restructure your day and go to bed at 930 so you can have that extra hour in the morning before work starts to dedicate to like things like meditating, journaling, stretching, being with yourself with some quiet time and having that space to ask yourself, like, how am I doing today and what do I need today? 
It's yeah. 100%. It's all like so simple. The the I things know. that we hear over and over again, but we just don't do them. Like yeah, drink Lord. water. Like I wish that this huge thing was filled with water, but it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. That's okay. <laughs> what is it filled with? Um, no judgment. Here. No judgment. Here. Um, but just have, like, you need two cups. I, know. I always have, I have coffee with me too. But my water's tiny. It's like in my bag <laughs> at the bottom. You know, you're making me want to drink water right now. I know. Yeah. She said it. I was like, she's I feel like there's like when's the last time I drink water? I know. Yeah, everybody reads for water. <laughs> Seriously. But like it's meditation, like, water, getting good sleep, yeah. eating good, getting out, moving your body. And it's kind of like people, what you guys were talking about earlier, like people want so badly. I, I do sometimes. Someone to tell them like exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to like, I don't know, like listen to their like, own body. They're yeah. like, no, you tell me, you know, like what yeah. should I do? What do I need to eat exactly? When do I need to work out? What is going to be my routine? And just the answer is like, no one can do it for you. You just have to do it for yourself. And I feel like even with these simple things like journaling or meditation, it's so simple, but like, why not just try it and see if it works? Yeah. Yeah. I saw this girl make a TikTok and she was like, I hate to report. Like I'm being so annoying, (laughs) but meditating, going outside, like getting up and going to a workout. She's like, it really does make you happier, you guys. I'm so sorry. I saw that one too. (laughs) Yes, I saw that one too. And I also think that once you are exposed to a variety of different movement, like now I don't think workout and I don't, I don't picture like burpees and high knees, which like makes me want to throw up some days. Like I'm not going to, I'm not about to do that. And like, sometimes a slow lift that's like a little heavier but slower with like a lot of rest time like so i think the more you get exposed to different types of movement the more responsive you can be without having to always take the day off 100 percent. yeah did you guys just kind of experiment with different types of workouts until you found what you're super into now yes yeah i think both of us while we were exploring that group fitness phase we would just like go take like anybody in everybody's class like we would have friends in the fitness industry that would be like hey come take my class and like we were ripped yeah let's go i know (laughs) we were just just looking at pictures seven classes a day (laughs) oh my god it was it was a little nuts but you know I think it also helped to lay this foundation of like making it a habit. And for us, like maybe it looks a little different now in our thirties in a different chapter in our life, a different phase of our life. But that idea of like doing something for yourself and pouring into yourself, like never left. Like that is what we mm-hmm. were putting into motion and creating the habit of in our twenties. Chelsea and I just took a cycling class for the first time in like a really long time together like awesome. how many days ago like, well, this weekend oh Saturday gosh. it feels like yesterday with my legs the way my legs feel we, we were <laughs> so sore we're like oh my gosh this is so hard also I have a very dumb and uneducated question for you no dumb, so no, you guys, no dumb questions okay you guys <laughs> met at a boxing gym yes, yes. yes. Yeah. when you say you box and like now you do that yeah. a lot right are you boxing other people ever that's not a dumb or, question no that's or not a dumb are question are you boxing like are you just doing a workout yeah both like okay. Sid has had multiple amateur fights. <laughs> I only had one and it was a one and done for me, but I love watching her kill it in the ring. But when we first learned, we were just really learning on pads and also on the bag. Okay. If you go and take a group fitness class, you're most likely shadow boxing and hitting a bag or shadow boxing okay, and yeah. doing some sort of circuit and hitting mitts. But yeah, we also spar and then we both fought. 
Wait, yeah. can you box with acrylic nails? Yes, okay, you can. So, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, I've gone on a whole journey with the nails thing because it's important when you're yeah. when you work in fitness, like you only have a couple things that can look cute like all day long. And one of them is your nails. <laughs> yeah. So I really struggled when I wasn't because like, it took me a while. To, the hard gel is yes, what works the hard for gel me. Works acrylic for me, for me yeah. cracked. So I do Ooh. like the hard gel. Okay, I think that's what I have actually hard gel extensions. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the like I do think it's good to say, like, if you sign up for a boxing class, like in fitness, you're not going to be getting punched in the face. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, yeah. like, you're probably, I think you're... Rumble taught that to everybody already. Okay. But like, yeah, yeah you yeah. probably, in, unless you sign up for, I just had a, I coach at a boxing club called Overthrow in New York City. And I just taught like a sparring course where I took a group of people who had never gotten in the ring before, never gotten punched before. And we like went through that whole process. And it was awesome. It was like so fun to coach people through that. Getting punched I in the face. I want to do that so bad. <gasps> I have this desire. I have this weird blind confidence that I've talked about before on our podcast, <laughs> specifically that I would be a very good boxer. And okay, I do come not. see me, girl. No, I, I got you. That. She's like, I'll knock you out. <laughs> I, mean, I challenge I mean, you. I would, yeah. So much of it is confidence, though. I was like, going to say, seriously. if you have the desire, like not many people do, like to get, sorry, but like get punched or like, you know, punch I someone. Know I want to punch someone. But as much as I was just thinking about the act of boxing, like, and correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it would release so it, much. It like I just want to punch something. I'm like maybe not even someone, but yeah. even a bag. Like yeah. But uh, you know how influencers will literally do like boxing matches against each other. Yeah. Have you seen that? You know, like yeah. Jake Paul became. Jake, well, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He literally yeah. became an yeah. actual fighter yeah. at this point. But that's a thing now. Like yeah. influencers who have no boxing experience will right. randomly be like, "I'm gonna fight right. this person for like money and stuff, yeah. whatever." Yeah. And I'm like, "Why do I feel like I?" could fight someone i'm literally five three like and i i'm too i'm five but three they, you know every there's weight division so you right. you fight people your own weight and yeah. there's a lot of ways to just like i mean like this spark club that i just finished it's a 12-week course i lead people who have never gone in the ring before from day one some of them never took a boxing class before and then our culmination was just this past saturday and it's fight day and it's like all their friends and family come and they spar and they compete against some I mean, it's not official do they get really club. hurt like nobody, beat nobody up. Really black guys. You're wearing oh. like headgear. Yeah. And like Mouth also guard. like she's like the there on in the corner making sure yeah. that you're not gonna get if hurt. If like it was getting too intense, we stop it. Yeah. It's very controlled smart. So who how do you know who wins? You, nobody's actually claimed Nobody the wins. winner. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Like it's it's cool because you can see if you're like dominating and you feel good about it and whatever. Why do but... I feel this <gasps> weird desire? Like I, I need to I come think see you. you your eyes just lit up. <laughs> I, and I feel like you I have a like fighter inside of you. Yeah, you have a fighter inside of you. I'll be a just... ring girl. I'm not getting in the ring. <laughs> yeah, like come shadow box. We'll jump. We'll jump rope together. We can hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can hold the numbers in the air. I would love to jump rope. But I really honestly think it is so therapeutic, and I think that I knew that there was a fighter in me before I started boxing, but I didn't really know how much of a release I it was, was going to be. I was terrified of Deja the first, oh my God. first I know time I was, we spoke. I had so much Yo, to like, girl, get out. Were, <laughs> it was really <laughs> She's like, this is the years was, like, coming. It was like our first spar session ever, both of us. <laughs> and so and I'm like ready to just like work and she's like coming in like swinging. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to die today, but that's cool. <laughs> but now we're best friends. Like, yeah. You know, we punch each other in the face a That's a great start to a friendship. It really, maybe it's in the cars for you guys. Yeah, I'll do a boxing match. <laughs> I'm ready. Wow, that's such good information. Yeah. Honestly, that just yeah. gave me some inspo. I'll follow up with that one. Please do. So 
Lululemon Studio has boxing classes. You yes. can do it at home. Yes. 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 Amazing. And, Sid and I teach them. Yes. Sid came on and did an incredible guest series very recently, and the members love her. <laughs> and I am a core trainer on Lululemon Studio, and I teach boxing, kickboxing, step cardio, cardio strength, and dance. <gasps> and I absolutely love teaching in this space. It's interesting because you're like in a room essentially by yourself, the techs are in there with you, but you're teaching to a room full of no one. Yeah. And on the other side of the device, there is thousands of people that are taking class with you. It's really, it's yeah. really awesome. It's it kind so of cool. feels cool to know that. Yeah, you it know? does. There's, there's such a supportive community. I told Deja when I, cause I, I came on and taught a 21 day series and I structured it as a fight camp towards fight day. So the last class is a 60 minute class that's like symbolic of your fight day, which Deja was so sweet to come support me and watch me teach that last <laughs> But I had these, I had a lot of people from home like pairing up together digitally like over Instagram or Facebook and like cheering each other through at like the fight camp towards fight day. And it was, you know, it, it, I don't know, it was really cool to see people just get into boxing for the first time. And it's, and it's great because it's such a safe environment at home. I'm sure you see this with your dance classes yeah, it's too. Like, yeah, it's not intimidating. You're not so scared to look silly if you're like trying out a new combo and stuff. Right. So maybe that's your first step. Maybe that's yeah. the first step. Yeah. The boxing class. What's the difference between what's kickboxing? What's so that? kickboxing uses your lower limbs as well mm. as like punching. Okay. So it's really, I mean, yes. boxing is a full body workout yeah. too. Mm -hmm. The common misconception is that it's just arms. Mm -hmm. But really, honestly, you have to use your core and your legs for like the footwork and stuff. But with kickboxing, you're actually like throwing strikes with your lower body too. So hard. And yeah. then Muay Thai use elbows and knees also. Yeah. The art of eight limbs. Yeah. So it's punches, kicks, knees, and oh. elbows. Yeah, there's all. Wow. Do you feel because you have experienced boxing and kickboxing and all of that, do you guys feel more equipped if you were to, to get attacked by someone? Yes. So I mean, honestly, really yeah. safe walking down the I feel so empowered by both sports. It's funny because I feel like my friends all of a sudden got more confident once I got into boxing <laughs> at like bars and stuff because like I'm with them. I'm like, all right, let's chill. But, but yeah, I, I like do Like she feel will beat you up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like mouthing my husband, off. They're like, okay, my friend's here. She's yeah. a fighter. I'm like, chill. Yeah. No, but I do, I genuinely do feel like a lot safer just knowing how to throw a punch and knowing my strength and like you all asked about like is that empowering or what does that feel like to first get into it like you can feel when you ha when your punch has popped to it and when I first like felt that I was like oh yeah this is like this this sport is gonna play a really big part in my life it's like when you meet someone that you know <laughs> is gonna like impact your life in a big way you you know that because you're, you're just like your energy sinks. i think people yeah. who need boxing in their life like know that when you first throw those punches like or you have that inkling that like you need something like that in your life and like i think especially for anyone i'm working through this right now and articulating this i'm going to practice with y'all but i think that because for my business it's really relevant but i think that for a lot of people who have gone through anything where you are you know, dissociating from your body in some way, like ignoring your own needs, like we talked a little bit about, like throwing a punch lands you back in your body. And you're like all of a sudden, like with yourself and you're behind yourself. And you know, like if no one else is fighting for me, like I'm fighting for me kind of situation. Oh, wow. you know? yeah, like, I have chills too. That's actually like very powerful. 
like yeah. internally i feel like yes. yeah yeah and externally and how many times as women does someone tell us like punch something as hard as you can scream exhale twist your whole body like put mm-hmm. all your power be as big and loud as you possibly can be and like yeah that, that was like life-changing for yeah. i think both of us yeah for sure yeah wow i love that i love that so much what motivates you through a workout when you're feeling like, okay, like today I'm feeling a little off. You know, those days where like you go and you're like, okay, I'm crushing this. I should be in the advanced levels. And then some days you're like, (laughs) wow, what happened? Yeah. What motivates you through like the hard days when you feel very tired, very out of shape? I, I asking for myself. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think for me, just the idea of getting my, one of our friends and fellow ambassadors, Kayla Jeter says 1% better every day. And I love that idea too, because it's like, it's not forcing this idea that you have to like go so hard every single time that you do a workout or like, you know, are doing something physical with your body. It's like, you know what? The fact that I just showed up, I'm already 1% better. Like I made the decision to do something for me. And even if like that whole entire yoga class, I ended up in a child's pose, I showed up. Mm -hmm. And so I'm already 1% better. So like, that's enough motivation for me. And then I always say to like all of my classes, like every day is going to look a little bit different and you just have to give yourself grace as you're getting through each and every day. And so I like to start with this quote by Arthur Ashe. And I say like, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And like wherever you are on that given day, thank you. Like wherever you are on that given day or whatever you have inside of you is like, what is going to get you through? Like we can't Mm. really pull any extra energy from like, Mm. you know, outer space so it's like this is what I have inside of me this is what I'm showing up as and like the fact that I'm showing up is already so much effort and I should be proud of myself for that Mm -hmm. you know yeah it also really helps me and it's different for everyone but to have a benchmark and to have something I'm working towards that's more athletic based or sports related so that was a big reason I started competing with boxing is because there's literally no motivation like knowing that the person you're fighting is gonna be training as harder, harder than you. So like what motivates you in those, you know, eight weeks leading up to the fight is like, I mean, yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get your ass kicked. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, I signed up for a mini triathlon last summer because I was teaching so many indoor cycling classes. I wanted to diversify the working out a little bit. So I ended up training for that, which was an awesome goal. So I definitely wouldn't shy away from picking a goal that sounds fun and appealing to you. Because the other thing is I was a swimmer my whole life because I was good at it. I'm a boxer because I'm obsessed with it. And that's mm. an extremely different experience, wow. you know? So yeah. like if you can find something that you're obsessed with and maybe that's weightlifting, maybe that's yoga, whatever it is, you know, for you, then, I mean, you don't ever, it's like, you don't, you don't have to think of it so much as like a dread. Like when I don't feel like working out, I box and that's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, that's, that's interesting sport. that like, I mean, I would say boxing second, but like for me, dance has always been first. And I love that you said like when I don't feel like doing, you know, whatever I box. And like for me, when I don't feel like doing a workout, I like put on music and I just like dance around my house. And before I know it, like 10, 15 minutes in, I'm like sweating. And so like I actually am working out, but I'm like not thinking about the fact that it's a workout. And so I also think it's important for people to find things that they really enjoy, that they become obsessed Mm -hmm. with because then it doesn't feel like a workout. And on those days where you don't feel like lifting weights or you don't feel like going for a run, you 
can literally do that thing you love and know that you're putting, you know, in the effort and energy towards making your body better and And maybe it's the people you get obsessed with and that's cool too like part of the reason i go to my boxing gym is because i love my coach and i love the people i get to see when i go and so even though it's a little bit of a solitary sport at times for me and it is individual it's also based in community and i think that's what that's why fitness got to be so popular honestly because people were like enjoying it with doing it with people you know and that only happened i think in the last couple decades probably yeah and that's finding something that you truly enjoy and want to do is probably the most sustainable way to guarantee that you're going to a thousand like have longevity. Yeah, have longevity. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing so, it's the same with dieting. Like if you're on a diet where you have to eat foods you don't like and you're eating less than you want to eat and should be eating, then you're never going to stick to that. It's the same yeah. thing with working out. Yeah. That's such a good point. If people don't, something that I think does hold a lot of people back. And even as we're saying, like take different classes, see what you're into is money like people are like i if i don't have the budget like what can i do doesn't this lululemon studio also have free classes by the way it does so if you go on the lululemon app anybody can get a a membership on the lululemon app like they can just like sign up with their email and it's free to do that it's free to do that and there's always at any given time five essential classes from like five different either core trainers or studio partners or guest trainers that are on lululemon studio and so it's a great way to get a taste of what's on lululemon studio but also a free way to like dip your toes in the water yeah. I think that there are so many workouts now all over like social media, YouTube, like you can like find these resources all around you if you just search. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think in the same way that we sit and we sent, we spend so much time like scrolling through like TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, we can go on those things and find things that fuel us and like mm-hmm. really get an idea for what we like without spending a dime. I also did a mean upper body workout in the park the other day. Just like you guys have some in L.A. We definitely have a lot in New York. But especially now that it's summertime, I just think it's so important to like spend time outside. I know everyone has busy lives and stuff. But, you know, if you can literally find like a pull up bar and like, you know, some the ground, whatever, like do like push ups, sit ups, pull ups, calisthenics, like jumping jacks, whatever it is, like move your body, be creative. And there's like there's all these apps and stuff to follow now, which is great. It's much more accessible. But yeah, I think that like some people shy away from doing things themselves because they're like, well, I don't know what to do or I don't know what I'm doing. But like mm-hmm. you do know what you'd kind of know, you know, and if you create a circuit, let's say of four exercises and you do each exercise for 50 seconds and then you rest for 20 seconds and you do that circuit four times. You just had an awesome workout and then it'd be any four exercises, you know, literally. So I think what you said about like getting creative and how you already know, like that's so important because I think it's such an easy excuse. And I'm speaking completely like for myself too, to just be like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Or like, oh, I've never done that. Or it's just such an easy way out. Mm -hmm. Even with this cycling class, I'm like, oh gosh, I haven't done that in a long time. And it like, it does make me shy away from Mm -hmm. doing it. And then once I go, I'm like, if I just kept going, I would actually probably get good and have experience. That's how I feel with reformer Pilates. I was like mm. terrified to go. I literally fell on my face as well. And <laughs> now I feel like I'm actually good at it because yeah. I've been doing it for like seven months. And if I ever bring someone new, like I understand I'm like, whoa, I know, like know how to work the machine. And it's like, 
before I was so scared to even like come to one class. I was very intimidated and it's like, it just takes doing it. Uh Yeah. And sometimes I have to trick myself into getting there. Like, okay, I don't want to go to this class. I don't know anybody there, but I really want to get into, you know, whatever it is. Maybe it's like hot yoga or something. I'm like, okay, if I go there, I get on my mat and I don't like it, I can leave. Yes. If I want to right away, I'll yeah. make a promise to myself. And yeah. I know I'm not going to leave like once <laughs> yeah. I get there, but it really is. And they always say that when you go to a class, like you got on this bike, you got on this yeah. mat, like that's the hardest part, but it yeah. really is. Totally. Speaking of like getting to a workout, I want to know you guys' like very specific pre-workout and like mm. post-workout rituals, routines, like you know, you want to look cute, get on a cute outfit, <laughs> you make a protein shake. You got to look cute. I like, I don't even care about like <laughs> saying this because I used to get embarrassed. But like when I go to the gym, I like to have a matching set from yep. Lululemon. Yes, to tell. And truly like, You guys look so cute. Yeah, by the way, when yeah. you walked in, I was like, we were those are our ta- girls. Yeah, we were talking about this, like we're both wearing a line, which is like the softest line. It's like Literally buttery, buttery soft, yeah. super like flexible and breathable fabric and, and it, it practically like feels, feels like, weightless like feel, yeah literally like oh it feels like you're not wearing it. yeah it does. Yeah. for sure it's like a second skin yeah and i think we both like agree with the matching set like a yeah, monochromatic you have a matching for, like, set a little bit of makeup just so you like you feel you know it's like wait, makeup. i have a little because it's like you know if it's like if you're going into work but like you want to feel and look presentable so that like it puts you in the mind frame of like mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to get some stuff done i'm not saying you have to put on like maybe but it kind of keeps the momentum going i'm putting my shoes on i'm getting getting ready for something and i do think it's healthy to have people around you sometimes when you're working out like mixing it up where you're actually doing the workout Mm -hmm. like yeah spatially and um yeah i i think that well my pre so my pre-workout ritual is like i'm already listening to music before i leave the door so that i don't get into that like too relaxed like yeah, sitting yeah, on yeah. the couch starts scrolling what and then kind of you music do you window. like like what genre are we <laughs> oh are great we question i go all over the map okay. i'm really all over it's like what really pumps you pumps up? me like, up what's your like, pump you up? probably like some drake honestly really i yeah. relate to that very heavily, yeah. actually. what is the song you listen to before a fight like you're listening oh right before gosh. you walk out. Ooh, that's good. That's a really good question. I don't listen to songs before I fight. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, that's I did. I listened to music I put before. on my earphones, but yeah. I don't have music in them. Mm. I didn't know that about because you. Because I'm more in like a meditative space. I get that. I okay. Yeah, I got that. You do get very in the zone. I don't but like look I'm... at anyone and I'm thinking, I'm actually in deep thought about like, I'm reminding myself why I do this, why it's important to me. Mm-hmm. Because once the bell rings, it's like you feel like someone zapped you of all your energy. So if you don't have like a a lot of drive and purpose then you're smoked have yeah. have you ever lost a fight very badly so <laughs> i'm just thinking about when you facetimed nose, me yeah. when you oh were like waiting your note like this is so bad so i this was like probably two years ago now i i was entered into a tournament where i was gonna fight and then if you win you fight again mm-hmm. and i was sparring which is practice fighting so oh, that's a good term to know so you don't sign up for a sparring class if you don't want to get Please, punched goes for my first time where right. you walk in the class it's actually a good crowd there. yeah exactly you're like ready to rock no so sparring is when you practice fighting you're with you're okay. with other people who are also getting in the ring you're wearing headgear and mouth guard if if you're if you have a good coach and then you're <laughs> sparring each other so I was sparring with my teammates who were also in the tournament and my friend Nicole who's an amazing fighter she 
popped a jab in like the first round of sparring the week the week that we were leaving for Atlanta into my nose. Like I didn't block it properly. Mm. I got smacked in the nose with a punch and immediately my nose started swelling and I was panicking because two days later I'm flying to this oh tournament and obviously when you fight you you are getting punched in the nose but like hopefully you're also blocking and slipping and whatever so I my nose swells up but I'm so determined not to drop out of the tournament because you after fight camp like you are like nothing can stop you you know you've sacrificed everything for those you know few months leading up to it or or whatever long so I so went to the tournament and my nose was, I think, fully broken before I even fought the first oh fight. Oh my gosh, fought that the so first painful. Fight. Is it, don't, don't show this podcast to my mom. She'll kill me. <laughs> I fought the first fight, won, but like barely. Like I knew I, I was not performing my best. And I got moved up to championships. And I remember seeing the girl that I was going to fight at championships. And I was like, it's over. Like I'm done. I knew, I already knew I was going to lose because I just felt like so smoked. And my nose was like, cr- look, like already crazy looking. So needless to say, I lost and I also had like the most scary face you've ever seen. Yeah, you it was looked, really bad. I mean, <laughs> honestly, you're really, really beautiful. But <laughs> in but, that uh, moment, I was like, the best part. I was just gonna say the best part of that was it was it was just coming out of lockdown and I had a job teaching digital fitness right when I got yeah, home. Literally, yeah, the did. car was you go coming out for up. the first time. Everyone's like, "Oh, what <laughs> have you been doing?" No, I, and this was my rent for the next three months. Like, I needed this job, and and the car comes to pick me up, and I had called the people. My no- my nose was literally this fat. Two black eyes, like my eyes were so swollen, so black. I can show you pictures after. It's very scary. <laughs> So they drive and I call the people. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm teaching boxing. So it's authentic. But like my face looks a little different than when you last saw me. They were like, that's fine. I showed up. They were like, oh, my God. (laughs) So I'm wearing like makeup over black eyes and a broken nose and like teaching digital fitness. Luckily, that app didn't make it. So we're good. Didn't get seen. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, never mind on the boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kidding. No, No, that's, it sounds gratifying, you know? Yeah. You got to earn your stripes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Also, going back to having a cute outfit on, first of all, one of my friends, she, literally swears by doing a full face of makeup before the gym. Yeah. She's like face? full face. Like she goes all out and but she's she like, doing sorry, high but also is she workout? single? She does. Cause can we just talk about that? She's like, not single. She's married, oh, okay, but mind. she's like, she's like 100% I lift heavier when I like I look mean, good. I and it, I just, honestly. she's like, I just have to, but back to wearing like a matching set and stuff. I also feel like with just had the conversation of like being on a budget and stuff. I feel like Lululemon is so investment worthy mm, yes like that's exact right I, I feel like i have like a uniform and my lululemon align are always like if i ever go to pilates or anything i'm wearing a line just because and just throughout the day because it's yeah. so comfy but it's so worth it because it's such good quality mm. and it's better to me to invest in those type of pieces than like just actually end up wasting money exactly. buying a bunch of sets that like pill and like the word you can yeah. see through that you can yeah. see through yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and then you just have to end up getting more and more and it's like at that point you literally spent more money than you would have you know oh i, I saw my very first pair. i was just yeah. gonna say yeah. i have my first pair of lululemon mm-hmm. leggings Same. that i like got wear them all the time years ago it was like a solid black pair because yep. at the time <laughs> i couldn't really afford to like get a lot of lululemon uh, yeah. Yeah. and so i was like i know that this black pair 
will be we'll solid be, yes. with so many different options mm-hmm. as like sports bras and stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to go for solid black and I still have them. Yes. Same. Yeah, Mine was solid black too. Yeah. It is true. Like when you're like, okay, this is like my purchase of, yes. of the year of like, okay, <laughs> investing in this. Totally. And I still have them. I wear them all the time. And it's also like, I think of a line as like the sweatpants you can wear to work. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the, like you still look chic, but they're like the softest, like most comfy. They're so cozy. Like you mm-hmm. get, like there's only certain clothes you always want to reach in your closet and grab and you know yeah. which clothes those are, right? Mm-hmm. And like my lines count with that. And even though they're not built, like they're they're designed for more yoga-esque activity. Mm-hmm. I wear them boxing. I wear them like lounging. I wear them to train my clients. I literally sleep in them yeah. at times <laughs> and like, yeah, they're like my go-to because it's just so comfy, but also like you look kind of cute and yeah. they're like- The shorts are my favorite. Too. Yeah, I the love the shorts. shorts. The shorts are amazing. Shorts are I also am really getting into like the flare pants. Oh my yes. God, those, those are flare pants. I didn't expect those to be my, me when I neither. first saw those, I was like, cute, not for me. And now I can't take I, them off. I, I have three have colors. Every color. I know. <laughs> they make your butt look so, so good. Cute. Yeah. It's like perfect. And the waistband's so soft and like you can pull it all the way. It's like a super high waist. I wore them on the plane yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Are those different than the wide leg? Because I yes. just tried yes. the wide leg with the pockets. Those are oh my cool. God. I love the pocket. Yeah. I feel oh, yeah. like the wide leg is yeah would look great. I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do the wide. I leg. think you could because you're super tall, mm-hmm. and I do think it would look better on you like being like super long. I mean like JC and I are both five three. Yes. Yeah. So like shorter, but it still works. It still okay. works, I feel and like I wear, for you. It's gonna like. I wear platform shoes all the time. Oh, like yeah, I wear same. like tall oh, yeah, shoes, same. so I feel like it kind of yeah. it, it all works. Yeah, but I know Daisy. Also, you were talking about like you know it being worth the investment, and I think that what a lot of people actually also don't know is like if if this is your first time buying Lululemon and you maybe feel like you're not sure about the investment yet, we have a like new program, and mm. so I actually take some of like my like leggings or like you know my sisters do it too, my husband does it, and takes it to the store to. Try trade in for like new like they they'll give you um store credit i didn't know that yeah Yeah. so if you have like old lululemon items you can take them in and i mean like we we know they like last forever but say like you're like okay i'm like over Over these yeah like i'm over these you can take it in and and trade them for credit and like other people can buy them so you can actually look online at what's available in the like new section mm. or, like section or yeah. Program, yeah but it's like on the app you just yes, scroll yeah, to like yeah. new and you can see all the items that are it's there which really is cool. that's really nice yeah. actually yeah. it's like the vintage lululemon yeah environment yeah. 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 yeah yeah very good deja i wanted to talk to you about kind of your journey to like starting a family and stuff yeah. because i know you talk about that on social media and first maybe we can start with like how has your wellness and maybe fitness habits transitioned through just that whole this whole chapter of your life totally i i have been super transparent on social media about it i feel like the conversation doesn't happen enough i actually feel like now that i've started to talk about it there are so many more women coming to the forefront and sharing their stories and i love that I think that for me, like fitness is such a huge part of my life and and my health and wellness journey is so important to me that having to shift it and change it according to family planning and, and having fertility treatments was like super challenging for me. It was something that Sid and I talked about a lot and I think it's still something that like for me I like struggle with a little bit Mm -hmm. 
But I think the hardest part for me was sitting down and not being able to do the very intense workouts that I normally do. I mean, we this mentioned girl, like, I just can't with her. I'm I like, know. you're not allowed to do that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I know. I think it was really hard when I started like IVF and they said I would be at risk of ovarian torsion if I was doing like the intense workouts that I normally do. Like I can't be like jumping up in the air and doing burpees and doing split jumps and things of that nature. And so for me, I think a lot more like recovery elements came into play. I was doing a lot more stretching, a lot more yoga. I really like dove into a lot of the exercises that I learned during physical therapy just to keep my body moving. And I just had to find other ways to keep movement flowing into my life. And it actually forced me to get a lot more creative. Mm -hmm. And so instead of going to like a boxing class or like getting into, you know, a dance class or whatever the case may be, I would like go outside and take really, really long walks and it's pretty easy to do in the environment that we're in we like live in New York but I think like anywhere that you are you can just kind of find these like places in nature that just bring you to a peaceful state and I think that that was key in implementing into my new routine as I was going through a lot of those treatments yeah I was gonna say how do you feel and you kind of just answered it but how do you stay connected and like keep that relationship with your body healthy at that point because you probably have confusing feelings about your body because it's so it's literally happening in your body yeah you know like what do you do to kind of keep that relationship between you and your body cohesive I guess or I would stay say connected. it was like a roller coaster some days I I can't even say that I was able to maintain it I think there were days where I was just like oh this really sucks but this is something that I want so badly and so as I'm pursuing this journey to motherhood maybe there are certain sacrifices and unfortunately like this was a really big sacrifice for me because health and wellness and fitness is such a huge part of my world I think for me you know, I oftentimes had to stay motivated by just affirming myself throughout the day and telling myself that like, I love my body. My body's doing what it needs to do, especially in these fertility treatments where you're pumping your body full of hormones. It can be really tricky because it changes your mood sometimes. And like physically, you're not always feeling your best. Energetically, you're not always feeling your best. And so as those shifts and changes were happening, I just kind of had to ride them as waves. And some days felt like more of a struggle than others. But like those days where I did have a little bit more energy, I was like, okay, I'm going to find something exciting to do or something that I really enjoy, or I'm going to like, you know, get my friends involved and we're going to go do something that we all like love to do together. I think that, you know, there will be points in everyone's life, no matter if they're on this journey to motherhood or they may be struggling with, you know, certain like diseases or illnesses and things like that, where your health and wellness journey will have to shift in some sort of way. And so I think that is where we start to exercise the muscles of the brain and we really focus in on the mental health. And that for me was like journaling and affirmations and meditation and really just like getting in tune with my internal self so that my external self still felt strong mm -hmm. and I still like was able to like show up mm -hmm. for myself just it looked a little different you know yeah I love that thanks for opening up about yeah. that too yeah, yeah. I, th I think that what you said is actually it's so important to remember that health and wellness and fitness it's not so easily defined and like everyone's it's very fluid yes it's very yeah. fluid and everyone's definition even of health and wellness is completely different. Yeah. So in those like chapters of life where you are going through something where things have to shift, it's like 
it won't be forever. That's just that that's your version of health and wellness mm-hmm. in that exactly. moment, you know? Yeah. And I think that's like really a really good reminder for anything that people are going through to be like, it doesn't always have to be so perfectly consistent. And also I can spend 10 years doing this certain sport or exercise and then decide one day, like, exactly. yeah. I want to try something else. And, yeah. I, and it, everything can just be fluid and shift. Yeah. I think that idea of like everything being temporary and really not holding, clenching so tight to one specific routine or one specific way of doing things is like the way you set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. And even as we talked about transitioning from our 20s to our 30s, that was like a huge important fact is that everything is temporary. And so when we were going to seven, eight classes a day, like that's not sustainable, you know, we're like now in our thirties and we're realizing that like we have to conserve our energy for other things, or we maybe have other obligations or other things that we are focused on. And so that calls for our attention and our energy to be put into those things. And so, yeah, I think like just being able to shift and change and really being able to be like as fluid as you possibly can through this journey is important. I I agree. That's like the most beautiful thing about getting older, even just year to year. Your body changes so much, specifically women. And we go through so much. If you are going through fertility treatments or pregnancy or postpartum or, you know, you do have a sickness or something that just changes how your body acts, feels, all of that. Just aging even. Getting older, your body's changing. And I think it really is beautiful how you have to let go of that attachment to what you look like and like it changes. And so it's kind of shocking sometimes, but then you have to rediscover where is my worth actually? It's not in like how I look after, you know, like you're saying when you're shredded, it's like easy to look back and be like, okay, that was so nice. But now I know who I am even deeper because I don't have this thing to lean on. Like this Mm -hmm. is where my value is. Yeah. And like, I have to say, even those pictures that we were looking at, like, I remember I didn't feel good at that moment. I was teaching far too many cardio classes. I was probably like really taxing my adrenals. I'm like feeling like my throat was always hurting from like yelling so much. And I was always exhausted and I couldn't like possibly fuel myself with enough nutrients to like support the output that I was, that was happening. So And now, like, I love my body more where I'm at, even if I'm, like, not quite as lean, like, not whatever. I don't even care to compare how I was then versus now. But, like, I love my body more because of how it feels and because of what it can do. Like, I think that's weightlifting and becoming so obsessed with my sport and identifying more as an athlete than just, like, a fitness person, I think, has changed the way that I relate to my body because I'm, like – how high can I box jump? And like, how long can I sustain this speed level of 10 on the treadmill? And how long can I, you know, these things that are tangible, you know, and athletic endeavors that I'm asking of my body and that I'm getting really proud when I achieve them as opposed to just like, you know, balls to the wall all the time, like slamming out classes, like looking a certain way, whatever. It's Mm -hmm. like a much more gratifying experience. I've heard that so many times and I feel like, as girls in our 20s, we need to listen to that and learn from that. I've heard so many people being like, number one, they'll be like, I thought I looked so, I didn't think I even looked good. And then I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was like ripped or whatever it was. Like your your view of yourself is always like a little tainted. But also that same, that same concept of a lot of people have said, they're like those photos when everyone thought I looked the best or when people are like, oh my gosh, your body. 
I was not even the healthiest version of myself. I mean, do you remember? I remember like <laughs> Deja like loves pizza. Oh my God. <laughs> and like people, it's my favorite come, food. And honestly, people would literally come up to her and be like, <laughs> and I would watch this interaction, like, because I've always been like kind of a healthy eater, but this girl's like yeah, pizza no. and cold salt. I just ate right? two slices of pizza before I came here and like six garlic. I love so like, we're like done with teaching boxing and. You know, we're both standing there like little twigs having like so many classes under her belt. And this and these women would like come up to Deja and be like, what What do you like? Can you tell us like, what do you eat? And she's like, sometimes like I have a smoothie. I'm like trying to like, come up with like Please. the last healthy thing. Yeah, I, I know. Like, I was like, oh my God, I shouldn't tell them that I ate that or that. Like, Which like, thank God for her husband because he does cook healthy meals he does, sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. He's great. Just getting if some nutrients you, like, now. Guarantee. Yeah. And everyone else also has such different like everyone is so unique in their body type as totally. well it's like that's so like, not worth even exactly comparing even like your favorite fitness influencer it's like you will never that, look that's like that's why i hate the videos that are like oh do you want this booty like here's the workout it's like no bro that's not like if you do like you could do the work i'm not discouraging you from doing the workout but so much of your body composition is genetics and then so much of it is nutrition and then it's also just like commitment like if you do that booty exercise and then quit and don't lift, then you're never going to see right. those results, right? So it's like people love to see the end result and they like to like fantasize about getting there, but they don't always like to like go through the actual process. And I think social media can be dangerous because it reduces. It's very well, clickbaity. It's so, like, so it makes it so simple. So, exactly. It, it simplifies everyone's experience. Exactly. It, it makes it seem like even these fitness people, like it's like they're, size. yes, yeah. it's like, oh, just do this. It's so easy. It's like, no, no, no. no that person is incredibly so, committed to their so health committed, and wellness. Like, day in and day out. Yeah. yeah. And there's no shortcut either. No. It's literally the only thing in life we don't have a shortcut. Well, now we have a few, but I don't recommend them. No. Yeah. And it's no. all these like weird trends of like, <laughs> It's well, not sustainable. That, that's the thing is I've gone through times in my life where I'm like, I, my whole day is dedicated to health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm obsessed with that. I can't stop thinking about it. And it's so anxiety inducing because it, you know, it's not sustainable. You're right. trying so hard to keep it up and you know, you can't like yeah. down the line and you become attached to it. Like you become so attached to that what you look like or how you feel or, you know, whatever it is, that lifestyle or how you, how others perceive you even like, oh, I'm a fitness girly. Yep, I am. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's, it is just horrible. Like your anxiety is so high all the time. You're so, well, I'm saying you're me. <laughs> I was so obsessed with it. And when I look back, same thing on pictures of myself, I'm like, wow, I looked so good, but I cried every time I saw myself. Oh, it's so yeah. interesting yeah. how now I feel like my journey has been so much more balanced. And I think that just comes with age as well. I think yeah, it's kind of an easy place to get into in your early 20s, specifically at the time of social media when it was like, eat one banana a day. And oh my yeah. gosh. you know, like the Where classic. diet culture was the craze. Yes. It was the craze. And there yeah. was no like anti-diet culture at all either. So that was all you saw. And I think just now I just understand how fluid it is. And it's easier to just accept my day to day, like whatever comes up, how I'm feeling. And it's not so anxiety inducing, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I think what I can say to relate to that also, Chelsea, is like in my 20s, it was so much about body, body, body. Mm -hmm. And I was forgetting the mind and soul component of like, you know, your overall health and wellness. And I think now it's like impossible for me to like 
not have the three side by side. Mm -hmm. Like they're a trifecta. It's like always going to be mind, body and soul. And so like I make choices like according to what I'm feeding my mind, body and spirit Mm -hmm. and not just all about my physical image. I also find muscle like attractive now, which I think I like. I don't don't know if that's weird to say but when I was like in my 20s I looked at my I used to teach for soul cycle and I looked at my like instructor photos and I had these like little twig arms and like I really prefer having like muscle on my arms now you know Mm -hmm. and like I think that that shift like creates a lot better body image because for a lot of my clients for example I I'm a health coach and I do holistic coaching through my app and I tell some of my clients like maybe weighing yourself is not the the actual like measure of success for us because if you want to gain muscle tone like you might not end up losing pounds and that's cool because we'll do progress photos instead or we'll like talk about how you feel or how well you're sleeping like there's so many ways to measure your health that aren't on the scale and there's a lot of like I think like anxiety around just like I don't know like what what you look like or what you think you should look like and I think that being able to relate to yourself through like strength and athletic achievement like I was saying is just gonna create a better relationship with your body and soul and a more like holistic like understanding of where your health is at yeah and it's getting to know yourself too if you get to know anything you love it more when you get to know somebody else you love them more and I feel like when you get to know your body for what it can do for you how it functions you work on it you put effort into the relationship and it's not just working out it is the mind soul body connection then you start to love yourself on a different level where you accept the changes you're very um just more patient with it i think a thousand percent and that's also like when i started when i entered my 30s was also the time that I started researching really hard about anything that was going on in my body and getting curious about it as opposed to like getting pissed that my body wasn't doing the thing that I wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. And that is like a huge game changer for me. I, Deja and I have both gone to, I went, I started going to a naturopath because I have like questions about certain things that no doctor had ever been able to like solve for me. And that was like a big game changer for me. And just like YouTubing, like, you know, why do you retain water weight? Like what happens when just any, any questions I had buying books and reading about it. Like one of my clients was just like, how do you know about like all of this random stuff? Cause I geek out on this stuff mm-hmm. because I want to understand my body better so that I'm relating it to it in a more healthy way. And I'm helping my clients do the same. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know if you guys have heard this recent or I saw this quote recently. It's like, it's not your dream body if it's a nightmare to maintain. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. And I, I feel like that is just so it's so important to remember that it's yeah. like if you are living this life you don't like the workouts you're doing you're, you're forcing yourself you're living this lifestyle that feels very yeah. restrictive and also like it's push it what's the word like pushing against each other you're not flowing yeah. like it's mm-hmm. not flowing that's not a fun sure it's not sustainable but it's also not fun like yeah. it's yes. very draining to live nothing that lifestyle right. forced. Like, yes. no yeah. nothing should be forced and I agree that statement also can be applied to multiple aspects of your life like I think life in general like well. it's not your dream life if like it's a nightmare to have to try to maintain mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and so like it goes back to like finding those things that light you up inside and like set your soul on fire and that you truly enjoy like it won't be a nightmare to do those things if you actually love what you're doing you know right totally yeah well 
thank you guys so so much yes. for coming on mm-hmm. can Thanks you we heard us. we heard that there's a little uh prize potentially coming with the oh, Lula, yeah. that you could give us a little <laughs> you could give us a tea so yes so all of your audience members are getting the exclusive that Lululemon Studio Digital is coming to a phone near you. Mm-hmm. That's so amazing. Everyone will be mm-hmm. able to access over 10,000 classes on Lululemon Studio with both Sid and I, the other core trainers, guest trainers, studio partners. We have some incredible studio partners. If you haven't already checked out Lululemon Studio, I would just advise you to like get ahead of the curve and jump in. But uh, we so have we can anywhere. see your guys' face on our phones. Yes, you can. Yay. That would be so fun. <laughs> yeah, and you can take anywhere from five minute to sixty minute classes. A huge variety of several different modalities, including some of the ones we mentioned today. But you can also take Pilates, yoga, Tai Chi. We have a ton of different classes all over Lululemon Studio, and we're also constantly creating new genres. We just introduced step cardio, and we also have step and strength. And then we also came up with a box and beats class, which is like boxing to the beat of the music, which is how Sid and I met. But uh, yeah, Lululemon Studio Digital, it's coming super soon. So keep your eyes peeled for it. So fun. Very excited about that. Can you also just give us your like Instagram handles or where if people want to follow along with you guys? For sure. So mine is Sid, S-Y-D, Fit, F-I-T, 212. You can also come visit me at Overthrow Boxing Club in New York. I'm literally coming. I'm so serious. I'm coming. Like next time I'm in New York, 100%. When you guys are there, let us know and we'll both like, I'll come through yes, and we'll take classes and oh give you guys a tour together. of the, the space, the studio. I would yeah. love that so much. What's your yeah. Instagram, Deja? At Deja Riley, at D-E-J-A-R-I-L-E-Y. And then everything Deja Riley, you can just find at DejaRiley.com. Love Thank that. You, you guys, guys have so the best much. energy. Yes. And, the best, and the best hair. You guys need to see <laughs> the best hair, video. best fit. Yeah. Best I'm make sure to like coordinate the Lululemon yeah, looks you know? for yeah. our. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys killed it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. You guys are so awesome. So much fun. Hope you guys loved this episode with Deja and Sid. That was so, so fun to get to chat with them. Make sure and go follow their Instagrams. Make sure and go follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast to be just updated with all of our stuff we got going on. And you guys can get into the Lululemon Align collection at lululemon.com. Obviously, you guys know we're obsessed and you probably already know all about the Align collection. But if you don't, you should definitely check it out. We love you guys. And that's that's what what we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.